welcome everyone to a brand new adventure for me, which is Off the Bench Podcast. Joining us on the show today is Coach Stanley Edwards, who is the president of the East Orange Rams Youth Football Organization. We are going to dig in some juicy topics such as the success of the organization, what's new within youth football, and college and NFL topics, controversial ones at that. So please stay tuned, subscribe, like, and comment below, and we'll be right back. Off the Bench podcast with me, Angela Rando. Sitting across from me is Coach Stanley Edwards, who is the owner and president of the East Orange Rams Youth Football Organization. Coach Stan, thank you for coming and joining us on Off the Bench podcast. Thank you for having me. I wanted to start off and tell you guys such a really, really funny story. So, many of you may not know, I started out as a cheerleader about probably when I was like six or seven, uh, five, six uh, or seven. Uh, and I went into all-star cheerleading, rhythm room cheerleading, but it was just something about the East Orange Rams that just literally had all my focus. Like, after school, I would want to come, and I want to go straight to the park. I would wait for my mom, keep calling her, like, Mom, Mom, like, where are you? Can you come get us? Can you come get us so we can go to practice? So I just wanted to point that out. Now I'm all about ball is life and all the other sports, so... So first things first, uh, how, how are they doing now? I know it's the difference between back then and right now. So what's the success of the program Well, so right far? now we're in what we call the rebuilding stage. We started rebuilding like three years ago. So, you know, in fact, when you, you, know, when you played, we had um, junior peewees, junior midgets, and then midgets. That whole structure has changed. So now we have flag, mighty might, junior peewee, and peewee. Hopefully next year we'll be able to grow up to junior varsity. Okay, okay. And I remember last year, I think it was, I came and I spoke at the banquet and you guys were actually awarded one of the levels, a championship trophy uh, or? Uh, junior Peewees last year won the um, division championship. Oh, okay, okay. And what, like, what teams did they have to go to to like get to that level? <clears throat> well, we, we, um, we beat the East Orange Hurricanes, okay. which we used to be formerly the uh, East Orange Wildcats. We beat them in the semifinal round. And then we beat Linden in the championship round. Okay. And it's funny because we played Linden in the championship round this year. And is it the same level or no, is it's it? it's the next level. It's the next level. Next okay, level okay. So and it's like those same two teams coming back together. And are to they the are they the only ones that's, that went that far this year so From far? From our organization, or? yes. Okay, and um, I remember last year we went to, I mean not last year, like when I was younger, we went far places like, um, what was it? We went to like... Old Bridge and yeah, all the way down there, and I think that league was uh, Central, Jersey. Central Jersey. And now, are you guys still there, or has it changed? No, we we left Central Jersey in nineteen. No, 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 two thousand. Could be nineteen. Like, wait, I was there. I'm aging myself. <laughs> we joined Central Jersey in nineteen in nineteen eighty four. Okay. We left um, and started North Jersey with one of the original founding teams with North Jersey in was it ten years now, eleven years. So. Yeah, 2010, 2000, okay. whatever, 11 from 17, yeah, what, 2006. 2006, I don't know, I don't remember that. Sometimes, sometimes I question, I question myself too. Yeah, 2006, we became um, members of the, we were uh, one of the founding members of North Jersey Pop Water League. Okay, and like what made you change? What was the difference? 
Um, honestly, there were some. I want to be politically correct, but there were some. It's off the bench podcast. We have racial implications. You know, um, as you know, we were in North Jersey. I mean, Central Jersey, Pop Warner, for from 1984 to 2006, and in that in that 22 years span there were teams we had never played yeah you know and that's just kind of ironic that yeah you could be in a league that long and not be able to play around with everybody and then you know we were getting the feeling that it was time to move on and start our home and then be closer to home traveling was expensive mm-hmm. you know most of the games like i said were catered to central jersey yeah so north jersey we felt like we can come on home create our own and a matter of fact when we left north jersey mm-hmm. there were 17 teams that came with us. Okay. It was a 17 or 15, one or two yeah. that came. So that means North Jersey was already had a base to start with. Okay, mm-hmm. so you guys are actually probably one of the like top five, top three teams within the North Jersey Pop Warner. Yes. I'm assuming. Yeah, we. we I got to tell everybody all the time. No one stands on stay on top forever. Yeah. <laughs> but um, there, you can count the years that we haven't walked away with a championship on either one or yeah. multiple levels. Yeah. On your one hand. Yeah. So we in there. <laughs> we in there. We heard you heard it. We in there. So I just wanted to like um I wanted to talk to you about the future of the East Orange Ram program. What do you have in mind? What do you want to change about the program or what do you want to like excel in? Well, um we've been a part one football program for almost thirty, forty years now. Mm-hmm. Um at one time we were very strong in our um tutorial program, the after school programs and stuff like that. So we want to get back to that kind of stuff. Also, we want to give back to off-season, getting being more involved in the children's life. So that takes having qualified um, volunteers involved. Okay. So we got a group, we got a nice strong group of um, young coaches, um, raw. But you know, we were I was raw, so I understand that, and they're willing to learn. So the goal is to build back the um, tutorial piece. Yeah. So that we can make sure that our student athletes. Yeah, students, students, students. students. I, I preach that all the time, student athletes, because you never know what happened after the athlete part. So you need yeah. the student part. We have one young man, uh, Avon Bradley, who is a national scholar, oh. two years running. But um, we should have more than one. Yeah, de- definitely. We should have more than one. We have some children with some decent grades, but if we get back into that tutorial piece that we want to get back to, we should be able to produce more than one student athlete. Okay, yeah. so. From the time you guys start, which is around like start practice around about like well, um, traditionally August first is the first day of football practice. Okay. But in the off season, you know we've had um, seasonal workouts. You know we could bring the kids in. We don't do football, but we just do strength and conditioning. And like I said, try to keep them busy and keep them active and let them know that this is the things you have to do in order to harness your craft. Yeah. And to grow. And I know probably, you, I don't even know if you guys have, I know on a lot of football teams there's knuckleheads and then they want to change their ways. Do you guys have any kids that like started out coming to you as like a trouble child and then change their ways and that's figuring out like. That's how life story. <laughs> yeah. That is the Ram. That's the Ram way. Unfortunately, in all Lily programs, whether where we, regardless of where they're located, you're going to have those children that's going to do well. Mm-hmm. You're going to have those children that's going to do terrible. Yeah. You're gonna have that child that's an awesome athlete. Yeah. But a terrible he becomes a terrible citizen because yeah. he just 
you know, chaos. Like a friend of mine told me, you know, if a kid can come into your program, he can get discipline, he can mm -hmm. get structure. But if he's going home to chaos, chaos might win. And yeah. Sometimes chaos wins. Yeah, but it's also good that you guys are like more like father figures right. to the kids. You are there. I always see them running around here, especially at the recreation center, around about till seven o'clock, eight o'clock, just so they won't have to go home and go to that chaos. They can come here as a piece of mine exactly. and get it off of that. Well, so. you know, like your mother could contest to when we when you, when you first come to the Rams, the, the thing is welcome to the Ram family. Yeah. So that's what we try to contain our family atmosphere. Yeah. You know, so we care about your children just like we care like they're our children. Yeah. You know, that's why they call me Papa Ram. I guess. <laughs> Papa yeah, Ram. You know. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Coach Dan, speaking of change, I know you have a lot up your sleeve because you always do. Uh, well, like, well, like I said earlier, I want to take the organization back. When I first started the Restorage Rams, like you know. My 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 goal was to be able to bring different change up, to be a, 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 a strong stronghold in the young lives of young people. Uh, I realized that a lot of young people didn't get a chance to get out of this community. They didn't, they don't they didn't have the left that surrounding. So we used to go on trips. We were the first. Matter of fact, I think we're the only organization in this area that have have ever been to the Kenton High Football Hall of Fame. Oh yeah, twice. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. So um, I want to get back to stuff like that. Getting mm -hmm. children, exposing them to other communities, exposing them to a life outside of East Orange, and you know uh, more pro more pro football games, more college games college tours, want to just open up their horizons and let them know there's a big world out here and all of this is yours. It's an oyster and it's all yours. And being that you do have those ideas, how how do you expect to get all of those things done? Like, do you want help or like... Well, the one number one thing that we've been trying to do, myself and uh, Machina Estelle, who is my um, secretary on the board of on our board, we're trying to start, re, you know, restart this uh, East Orange Ram alumni. Oh, okay. And through the alumni organization, we'll be able to, you know, funnel opportunities for them to either donate or help fundraise and different things of that nature. So that's the major goal is to get the alumni up and running, mm -hmm. get it nice and strong. Uh, probably going to start this summer with the, uh, we tried to do it a couple of years ago, but we're going to try to push a little harder, getting the alumni um, uh, weekend. We get a weekend okay. where they come in on, on Friday, we have a, like a little uh, fundraiser dinner. Mm -hmm. On Saturday, we have a little family outing, a little family gathering, so, so something like that. Just to, you know, start getting everybody introduced them to what we're trying to do, how we want to, how they can support the future of yeah. East Orange Rams. Well, I just want you to know you have, I can be the first one to sign up for the East Orange Rams alumni organization. I'll be right there with my camera like, oh, I'll Make sure you. I give your information <laughs> to Sheena so she can reach out to you. Okay. Also, um, um, a young lady that used to work with us named Beverly Perryman, we're reaching out trying to bring her back. We mm -hmm. used to have, and your mother, her and your mother were very strong in doing the uh, gala. Every okay. year we used to have like a, adult, a gala, you know, yeah. where we dress up Ooh. and we act like we got, like we got some movie. sense. And we have a good time. We yeah. just explore, not only, people don't realize mm -hmm. that these Stars Rams is not just about children. We've brought a lot of grown people and mm -hmm. changed their lives as well. Yeah. Friendships are built here, lifelong friendships. You know what I'm saying? Um, men who are, who are struggling in taking care of their family and knowing how to be a man in their family have changed their lives and so have women. Matter of fact, some people have even made relationships and got married <laughs> through the Restorage Ram. Yeah. So it's not just about the children. It's like I said, welcome to the Ram family because that's what we are, a family. Yeah. And we work as a family. So how would they get in touch with you if they are listening to this and want to come back and give well, to the... You, uh, you can reach me at... Big Coach Stan, Big C Stan 78 at Comcast.net, Big C Stan 78 at 
on Gmail. Okay. Uh, we also have a um, young man that's in our organization named David Robertson, who's one of our coaches, who's putting together our new website. Don't ask me that information yet. <laughs> I'll get it to you later so you can print okay. it out there for me. Yeah, definitely. But that, we have a new website, and I don't do all the hashtags. Yeah. Stuff. I'm an old man, so I get these young people involved, see if they can do that for us. Okay, so definitely I'll put it in the description box below. If any East Orange Rams alumni, if you guys are listening, whether you were a cheerleader, your parents were a part of the organization, or you, it really impacted your football career, or it just had an impact on your life overall, you can come back. The East Orange Rams organization, they are looking for people who can help uplift the program even more. So, again, if you are an East Orange Rams alumni, please get in contact with either Coach Stan or myself. And we will definitely set up something so you guys can still be involved. Because the East Orange Rams, if you do not know, has not died. I tell everybody all the time, East Orange Rams is like a time mix. Yeah. We take our lickings, but we keep on ticking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I also want to say this so I don't get a spanking this time. Yeah. Our motto is still pride, discipline, and self-respect. The Definitely. motto that helps us to become who we are. Yeah. You know, and so. So, the moving on to like the next level, high school. Um, your guys, do they, I know you said there isn't a midget level anymore. Is nah, there, there's nah. a junior midget level? Well, that's the goal to get back to. Okay. Junior, junior varsity is called now. Okay, it used to be junior varsity. midget, but now it's junior varsity. Okay, okay. So when they leave their program, when they leave this program, how seasoned do you guys have them for the next level, which is high school? Well, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, one of the things that I prided myself on when I first started the program is that 60% of my children left the Rams and went to high school, started varsity. Yeah, as I, freshmen. I know, I know so, a couple. You know, um, like I said, nobody stays on top forever. Things have changed. You know, we're, we're an organization that's built on volunteerism. So sometimes you get great volunteers, and you get some people with strong mm -hmm. athletic backgrounds, and then sometimes you have to mold and create what mm -hmm. you need. So um, for the most part, we've had children that you know they left here. Mm -hmm. And because we created that love for the sport and yeah. we've taught them the, the importance of the sport, they've gone on to high school and excel. Yeah, okay. So I know there's many fellow East Orange Rams alumni who would definitely, after they hear this and how you want to get back to where it was back in the day, I know they would definitely start calling you and hitting you up and asking you, hey, Coach Dan, so. like, hey, Coach Dan, how can I help? How can I help? So L Let me say this. Um, I don't know if you know, but there's a young man. Mm -hmm. That well, there's two young men that were drafted this year mm -hmm. to the um, pros. Um, Rasul Douglas, mm -hmm. um, he plays with the Philadelphia Eagles, mm -hmm. and Jabril Peppers, who now plays with the um, Cleveland Browns. Okay. Uh, out of the blue, mm -hmm. um, Jabril's mom call, calls me and says, "Listen, Jabril wants to donate cleats to the kids. You know, how many kids? So, so that's." That's a way. So hopefully the door is opening for more people to definitely, understand definitely. that you need to come back and do the same thing for mm -hmm. others that was done for you. Yeah, definitely. Jabril will definitely open that door. Being and Rasul has definitely been in contact saying that he's going to come back and he wants to do some things in the program. So the future looks good. And even if they don't escalate to the pros or anything, you still have those out oh. there who are in the business industry. We and have... Um, Young man, we have a um, uh, young man by the name of Tabari Sturdivan. I know he's a movie producer. He produces plays and shows of that nature. I believe he was at one time associated with Tyler Perry. I'm not sure. I think so. Then we have uh, police officers and that police officers, lieutenants. And we have um, firemen, fire chiefs, and captains. We start around. We have teachers. We have a principal, uh, vice principal. So 
He starts rams has produced Oh, wait, wait, wait. Businesses. You forgot to mention you have a whole voice reporter well, over there, too. Uh, well, I get the <laughs> <yes to> do. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. Got appreciate you, Miss Pat. We got Helen over there, who's the, <laughs> the etiquette coach and everything. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mom, how are you? I'm fine, <laughs> So, okay. Um, one more thing, being that you are then the president of a whole organization, even though it's youth, have many of them come up to you with the whole thing like, hey, Coach Stan, you know, I understand what's going on in the NFL right now, and I also want to do the same thing as them, as in kneeling to what's going on, po police brutality, unfair, being like racially profiled and everything. Have anyone come to you regarding that, or have the suggestions popped up? We've had, we've had the conversation, especially with our young players, they would like to be able to explain. And my thing is this, especially on the NFL, on the, on the pro level, mm -hmm. um, they get praised when they go into the community and they donate food or they, you know, help build housing or they, you know, um, they do these little guest appearances and the NFL praises them and takes glorification over that, mm -hmm. you know, that the things that they're doing in the community. Mm -hmm. Now that they're standing up for the community, mm -hmm. now it's a problem. Yeah. It's wrong. It's it's uh, disrespectful, and they've lost the whole focus because it's like psychological warfare. Mm -hmm. we, you know, we talk about how we disrespected the flag or how we disrespected the military, which has nothing to do with the process of dealing. Yeah. Nobody is talking about why this young man who has never been arrested, mm -hmm. who has never been in problem with, had any problems with the law, mm -hmm. who has never been threatened to go to jail, mm -hmm. who s took a stand to say we should not be having our people in our communities being treated that look like him, that yeah. look like us. Yeah. Why are we being treated this way if we live in a country where the pledge says and justice and what's liberty and justice for all? Mm -hmm. Why why do I stand for that? Why do I say, you know, why do I want to repeat these words or, or, or commit myself to these words when they're not true? Yeah. Because it's not for all. Yeah. And I believe um, Colin Kaepernick, the one who started mm -hmm. it, his whole thing was that. But everyone, you know, wants the media to get to it and wants the wrong people who are against it. Once they get to it, they flip everything around. So mm -hmm. now it's all this stuff saying, oh, they're disrespecting America. They're disrespecting our veterans. And for me, like, I just think that's, like, they shouldn't take that into that perspective. They should put it into... Long know. as we fetch and bow and stay in place, stay in our line, yeah. and we're good. Mm -hmm. As long as we cross the line and say, hold up, I'm mm -hmm. a man, I'm a human being, I need to be treated a certain way, and enough is enough. You've been doing me this way for over four or five hundred years now. Enough is enough. Mm -hmm. I'm not my grandfather. You're not going to call me out my name. You're not going to continue to disrespect me, and I'm going to sit back and idly enjoy it. It's not going to happen no more. It's a new day. It's a new era. Yeah, and I believe a lot of people, they sit there and they just don't get that because they aren't in our shoes and they don't exactly. see they don't see the everyday struggles. Okay, so thank you guys so much for tuning in to Off The Bench Podcast on its first episode, which is called What's Going On with Coach Stanley Edwards of the East Orange Rams organization. If you guys really like the episode, please subscribe to the podcast channel if you are an Apple user. And if you are an Android user, it's still available on podbeam.com. I will have the description below. Also on soundcloud.com. So it's available across all platforms. So thank you again so much for watching. I'm Angela Randall, and I'll see you next time on Off the Bench Podcast. Will it go upon my chest? <laughs> Makes me one of EO's best. There we go. <laughs>